Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Hello everybody, this is Sam Barker and Aaron Kennedy on Black and White Market Minute with Life Planning 101. Aaron, what happened in 2023? Oh my gosh. Guys, it's been a while since we've, we've got to talk, so need to get back in this and um, figure out where we're going and where we've been. Last year was absolutely incredible. You think about it, probably the most difficult market I've ever been part of. Absolutely most difficult. You know, the, the big story last year was the Magnificent Seven. Seven stocks really drove the market. And it was that way from the beginning of the year to the end. And, and a lot of it was the great big technology firms that mentioned AI. <laughs> AI was the huge story and it, and it drove the entire market. Uh, you know, you can look at it in a lot of different ways. And we, we tried to balance everything out of how it's held in the S&P and um, doing quarterly rebalances. And it looks like the Magnificent Seven was up about 71%. Seven stocks, 71%. Those made up about 25% of the S&P 500. So if you take the S&P 500 and remove those stocks, you know, the market was only up about 7%. 7%. It's absolutely incredible. You, if you look at another index that we look at, it's um, the equal weight. The ticker on that is RSP. Takes every stock in the market in the S&P 500 and um, weights them equally. That was up about 13%. So no matter how you look at it, there just was not a lot of companies out there that uh, had good returns. So, I mean, let me let me throw some of these out there. If you look at utilities, they're negative. Negative 12. Financials. Financial services up 6. Real estate down almost 2. Energy down 10. Staples, cereals, and uh, laundry detergent, absolutely flat. Healthcare, up about 4%. I mean, this market was difficult, very, very difficult. And, you know, uh, we went through a spell, uh, third quarter, where the, the market got crushed. There was a lot of volatility. Uh, we were looking at the overall market, and it was negative at the beginning or at mid-year. You know, so it was not a fun year, um, but come come fourth quarter, had that Santa Claus rally and brought everything back. You know, a lot of companies um, that were negative throughout the year really started to participate. Most of the unloved companies and the ones left out, they came back and uh, ended up being a, a good, a decent year. But my gosh, how confusing and how difficult of a market was that uh, now we're into uh 2024 what in the world is going to be driving the market this year yeah and going back to the third quarter i think part of that santa claus rally um the market was anticipating rate cuts in 2024 and um going back to 2020 me and aaron were reading um, an article and what one of the things that it said was fed officials expect interest rates to remain near zero through 2023 um, which that that article was from September 16th, 2020 from Barron's. And that was 
um, way off base. So, you know, fourth quarter, they started projecting out interest rate cuts. And that was whenever, um, like Aaron said, that market started to rally. Um, Aaron, do you want to get a touch on interest rates and kind of what that looks like right now and what we went through recently? Yeah, I thought it was very comical. Uh, you're bringing up that uh, what we thought interest rates were going to do in 2020. And this this is a KFS. This is this is the Fed. You know, there was there's so much emphasis that the Fed is going to drop interest rates this year that the market is rallying around it. You know, and that's good and bad. The Fed came out and told us that they were going to lower interest rates this year. It's unprecedented. We, we don't lower interest rates unless the economy is suffering. So I don't think if we take all the politics out of the out of the way and everything. This this should be a very positive thing that the Fed is already ready to act on on interest rates. Recession, Fed lowers interest rates, the market takes back off. And when it comes to predicting this thing, j just like that article in 2020 that said no interest rates, you know, they they don't know. You know, we, we're actually looking at the, the Fed minutes and the Fed dot plot. And what were some of the errors? You know, a year from now, the error was two and a half percent on what their projections were. How much is two and a half percent of five percent? Fifty percent. What what kind of guess is that? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be somewhere between seven and a half and two and a half. <laughs> Please. They don't know. Their guess is just as good as ours. But the important thing is the Fed is going to react and they should react fairly quickly. And I, I've been saying this ever since the market really started reacting on interest rate rumors. We can go through a recession and the market still be positive. That's going to be big. You know, it, it's going to be really big. The, the market is so addicted to interest rates. The market is so addicted to debt. We have to keep issuing debt for our economy to go on. And, you know, 5% debt or 8% debt, that makes a big difference compared to zero or 3%. You know, uh, we're looking back on it. And, and what was it? We, we saw interest rates move by 40% last year. Not, not not the absolute number you're paying 40% interest, but, you know, just the rate itself. So how in the world do companies budget their different projects? If you don't know what it's going to cost to get that loan to build that factory or, you know, hire that workforce, it's very, very difficult. So once interest rates start to stabilize and start to come down, these companies should feel a lot more comfortable and excited to get invested and go, start growing again. Interest rates are going to be helpful in um, 2024, even if they don't move. It's, it's just it, that feeling that the Fed's got our back is, is going to go a long ways, long ways. And so with the rest of um, the rest of the market underperforming those seven stocks and the S&P 500, what do we expect on the rest of the market aside from those seven stocks as these interest rates fall? And can you give us a rundown, a quick rundown why as we're coming up close to the end? Yeah, I'm super excited about the areas of the market that are not the Magnificent Seven. You know, you just don't go through time and see this big of a discrepancy or this much in participation from one set of companies to another. Usually the market is good. 
it's all good. I mean, not all of it, but you know, most companies are going to be positive. The market's negative. Most companies are going to be negative. You, you don't see this kind of discrepancy where it's just a handful and the rest are mediocre. So I, I think the, the companies that missed out last year, hopefully we see a big, big recovery there. And that that's going to be big. You know, the, the AI companies, the big tech companies, they, they had a great run. And, and even if they do not move in 2024, we can still have a huge positive market just from everything else catching up. That's big. We got 75% of the market that can move. Think about that. Seven stocks out of 500, 493 need to play some catch up. You know, yeah. that's some good odds. That's some really good odds. And and not only that, we got we got more things coming um, to to make us feel good about two thousand twenty four. Uh, the other one's election. Elections are good years. I think on average they've they've made about eleven um, percent. And does not matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican, they all make promises, and the market usually reacts to them, unless we're in some kind of uh, catastrophe. You know, the, the market usually likes election years. So that's that's a great thing. Doesn't matter who who wins, who loses, who's in it, who's not. <laughs> you know, we, we got wind in our sails right now just from the election itself. Well, thank you for your time today, Aaron. We've run a little bit over, but I think that's just going to be okay since we've uh, taken a little break. So thank you for joining us today on Black and White Market Minute with Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.